Hey girl, hey! And welcome to the Self Love Fix Podcast, where we get relatable, we share tea, and we support each other on this journey of self-love, self-worth, personal development, self-esteem, and self-care. Because why wait until it's too late to start becoming the best version of ourselves? Let's start today. And I'm your host, Beatrice. So let's get into it. Hello, 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 and welcome back to the Self Love Fix. I am your host, Beatrice. Happy Thursday. I'm so glad to be back here with you all. I'm also glad to be here next to this lavender vanilla candle, I think it is. I don't know. I just got a random candle from Target and it is like a lavender with vanilla scent and I, I can't get over it. It is everything in my life. Um, once again, Target has gotten yet another one, that one being me. <laughs> I'm also sitting here next to some crystals, um, rose quartz, selenite, and citrine to help keep me focused, to help keep me in a place of love and creative expression today. So... Hopefully those little guys will help me out as we dive into the Q&A episode this week. I decided to do a Q&A because I figured there might be some questions that I haven't gotten to that some of you may have asked before or that you just have now. I asked this on Instagram, um, I believe two years, two years, <laughs> oh girl, two, day, two days ago. And so I'm so sorry if I don't get to get to all of them, but I'm going to try to get to as many as I can today. And also thank you for everyone who submitted. If I don't get to you, I promise it's because I pick random questions and please feel free to enter them in again for the next time I do this. And also, of course, please let me know if you enjoy this Q&A format. If you want to see it pop up again, if you'd like to see it more frequently, just let me know. I figured it would be great to incorporate some of the things you guys have to say since you're all the ones listening. So definitely let me know. And of course, if you aren't already following the Instagram, please make your way over there. I am at the self love fix. All right, guys. So ready, set, go. Let's start the show. Okay, so first question, how do you journal? What is your writing style? Okay, so I almost have different, not even almost have, I have different notebooks for different things. So for example, I have a journal for just realizations that I come to about myself. Um, So it's kind of like a little catch-all journal I just keep by my bedside when I have like a little eureka moment like, oh, that's why I think that way or that's why I do that. So it's just like a standard regular journal for daily realizations I don't write in it every day but it's that kind of a journal I have a journal where I write the gratitudes I talked about in another podcast episode um so I like write three to five things I'm grateful for every day yes it's a daily thing um so I have a separate journal for that (laughs) and then I have a journal for um, new moon days. The reason being the new moon is a great time to write intentions for yourself. So I just try to keep it in one place. So there's the new moon journal. And then, oh girl, how many journals does she have? She has a lot. She has a lot. 
I also have a um, what's called an abundance log journal. That one was not my idea. I actually got that from um, there's this YouTuber. I think her name is Lior Alexandra. I'll link her in the description box because she's amazing. She she talked about the abundance log journal, which is basically just writing down um, ways in which you received abundance in some sort, whether it's like you got a gift from someone or you found money off the floor or you, you know, got a paycheck from work or you got unexpected money from somewhere. Just like kind of it's another way of um, being grateful for every little penny or every little dollar that you get in a day um, because sometimes those kind of things happen sometimes people bless us in unexpected ways and we can just go without being grateful for it but when you look back in that little log you see like oh wow you know that is a blessing I have in my life or that is abundance that I have in my life so I learned that from her and I do that and then I have lastly a manifestation journal which is just basically where I write um, all the things that like to accomplish or I'd like to see come into fruition and these journals I don't write in every day by the way <laughs> I mean I don't know about you but I don't think it would be possible to write in five and six journals every day it's just different categories I have so that I um have them in their own little place and then to clarify with the abundance journal how I would write in it is like putting plus signs and then the dollar amount so it's like plus ten dollars I found in my pocket or plus $20 I saved after finding a coupon so basically just being mindful of abundance and in the manifestation journal I'm speaking in present tense about the things I hope to see happen because I believe that acting as though things will happen will make them happen okay next question how do I stop overthinking when it becomes unhealthy and also guys I'm not mentioning names because I don't know if you wanted me to mention names that's something I probably should have asked but um, I'm just not doing it because I wasn't sure but the question again was how do I stop overthinking when it becomes unhealthy this is a really good question one way to stop overthinking is to remember that we're not our thoughts um, we're not connected to them they are not something that we have to attach to but instead something that we can observe so when you're overthinking the tendency is to kind of attach to that overthinking process and spin down the rabbit hole but if you can just step back remind yourself okay I'm not my thoughts and just observe them sort of running through your head you'll find that they slow down um, so I hope that makes sense okay so the next question is why do i tend to cry when i'm not able to verbally explain what's bothering me that's a really good question um my guess might be that you have like a lot of pent-up emotions and maybe you have a belief that um expressing them might not be something you're allowed to do quote unquote a lot of us have that kind of tendency where we think that we are not allowed to be angry or we're not allowed to be sad or we're not allowed to be frustrated or all these things so it might just be that kind of blockage of feeling like you have to have certain emotions um in certain situations which is not true um especially when you're beginning to learn how to work through your emotions um it would be really helpful to look at your emotions from a non-judgmental point of view and just let them flow um, even if it doesn't make sense to you just letting them flow until they do make sense to you that's something I would try all right and the next question is how did you get into astrology <laughs> this is a good question so I got into astrology when I was in college 
I found, I used to watch this YouTuber, I still do actually, her name is Jewelsy, and way back when I remember her mentioning that she was, I think she said she was an Aries, and then she talked about how her Pisces moon made her do X, Y, and Z, and I was like, what? A moon? You just told me that you were an Aries, how are you a Pisces and an Aries? And ever since then, um, I've been like hooked because she had her own astrologer and she did a video with him and I was like, oh my gosh, this is so interesting. So I just did what most people do, which is go on like cafe astrology and look up their birth chart. And ever since I looked up my birth chart and saw the descriptions, I was like, oh my gosh, how can this tell me all about me? And I don't know. I've just been studying ever since, so it's been about, I think, five years that I've been studying astrology. Um, yeah, so that's how I got into it. Okay, next question. Are you looking into getting into social work? You would be so good at it. Thank you. Thank you very much. Um, no, I have actually not looked into social work. Uh, for those of you who don't know, I am actually a registered dietitian by trade. Um, I do think social work is an amazing, amazing career that helps so many people um it it really is along with psychology and people who do social work people who do um psychology and therapy via either um direction um but it just never crossed my mind i don't know isn't that funny you would <laughs> you would think that's something i would want to get into but no it's never crossed my mind I think the approach that I take is a little different. It's a little bit more on the woo-woo side. So, um, yeah, like I said, I totally respect what they do, but I don't really see myself heading in that direction. But who knows? You never know. Okay, travel destination goals. Ooh, this is a cool one. I really would like to go to Santorini um, and Lamu, which is in Kenya. So, Hopefully, within the next five years, I can go to both places. Those are definitely my goals. I should throw that in my manifestation journal. <laughs> You'd think I'd already have it in there, but not yet. All right, next question is, how do you find confidence in yourself? So I get this question a lot. Um, so firstly, what I do want to say is, let's remember that um, confidence is not something that exists outside of ourselves. Because I think when we ask about how do we find like how do we find confidence how do we find self-love how do we find self-esteem there's this impression or this idea that it's something that exists outside of us I think a lot of times we get this too from um, other like platforms on social media where it's like do this that and the other to be more confident in yourself like it's something that exists outside of you I don't think it's something that exists outside of you or that is lost and that you have to find I think it's something that is already within but it's just something that needs to be unearthed from within, like something that's just a little bit hidden. And the reason why I say this, um, that we don't want to think of confidence as lying outside of ourself is, ourselves is because when we have that kind of thinking, then we think that we can't access it, that we can't reach it. But the truth is... And I also think that confidence is a reflection of whatever is going on on the inside. So it's like confidence demonstrates to other people what we have going on inside, how we value ourselves, how we uphold ourselves within, how we respect how we feel, how we respect how we think. So when we've got that going on inside, when we respect our feelings, we respect our thoughts, we respect who we are as individuals, that shows 
and it is reflected to other people on the outside. So confidence is something that other people see as opposed to something that we cultivate. It's something that other people see as a result of what we've cultivated within. So I would get a pen and a paper or a pen and a journal and write down all of the beliefs that you've held about yourself over time and ask yourself, look at them and ask yourself, do I identify with them? Some of them might be good. Some of them might be bad. Ask yourself, do I identify with these? And begin to reject all of the things that sound negative about you and maybe put a little spin on it into something positive because we all have flaws, right? But put a spin onto it. Um, and say something positive about it instead and fill that list with things that are positive about you and then redirect that energy towards the positive things that's how we start fixing the within the us within which translates to that confidence factor which is reflected back out okay next question how do you forgive yourself when you have hurt someone either intentionally or unintentionally so this is a really great question i would say remember that at any given moment you're always doing the best that you can with what you know so if maybe you knowingly hurt someone in the past but at the time you were just in a state of thinking or a state of mind where you just couldn't see the other person and see what they deserved and how they deserve to be treated and your focus was more on yourself acknowledge that at that time frame that was your thought process but it seems like at this time you don't want to think like that because you're asking about how do you forgive yourself you want to move on so remember that and also remember to make peace with the fact that you may just be the bad guy in somebody's story in the past because at that time you just were in a different frame of mind we're always changing we're always evolving we're human beings we're not usually the same um yesterday as we are today we're always changing i've been the bad guy in somebody's stories i've made peace with that too so i would say that and if it was unintentionally definitely definitely just remember again if you would have known better you would have done better that's what dr maya angelou rest in peace to her always said um you would have done better if you knew better okay so someone asked if i could do an episode on how retrogrades can affect people I would totally do this, but I don't know that everybody wants to hear about astrology on a full episode. Um, So instead, I'll just do a little recap on the current retrograde we're going through, which is Mercury retrograde. And that started February 17th and is going to go through March 10th. And it is a retrograde that is happening with Mercury right now being in the sign of Pisces. If you don't know what Mercury retrograde is and you're just like, what is this that I keep hearing about? What is going on? Mercury retrograde is a phenomenon that occurs when the planet Mercury looks like from our planet um, that it is moving backwards. It's not actually moving backwards. It's moving more slowly, but it looks like it's moving backwards. And the idea is that, um, or the thought is that it is going to affect all things that Mercury affects, which is communication, communication via technology, short distance travel, um, all those kind of things. So the short and fast for the general population or for the collective, um, because Mercury affects 
people differently depending on their chart and the placements in their chart. We won't even go there, girl, because it's just going to get too convoluted. But the short and fast of it all is that from February 17th to March 10th, just expect some um, communication. There might be some communication difficulties. Maybe your phone might be tripping up. Your laptop might be tripping up. Um, and then, of course, because this retrograde is in um, the sign of Pisces or Mercury is in the sign of Pisces, Pisces is ruled by Neptune, which is the dreamy planet. It's like the planet of illusion, the planet of confusing the real with what's not real and Pisces is a very compassionate sign a sign that's mostly concerned with other people sometimes at their own detriment so expect that communication might follow the same pattern which is maybe your communication might be a little bit more emotional than usual emotions might get mixed up in communication you might be reading somebody um, differently than they're actually trying to portray themselves to you but in the same breath retrogrades also give us a chance to reflect reflect on our speech reflect on our communication and with it being in pisces which is also a very spiritual sign you might just in this time realize things about yourself and about others through this slowed down sense of communication so there's duality in this do not fear the retrograde last thing with this one i would just be careful not to fall for the illusions of people people might um at this time communicate with you in a way that might be deceptive again because Pisces, illusions, Neptune, all that kind of stuff. So I'd watch out for um, the things people say and check in with yourself to make sure that you're not being deceived. Okay, so someone asks, very basic question, but how can I make my daily thoughts more positive? Um, I think that's a really great question. So starting off your day with things that you're grateful for or thankful for believe it or not it sounds so simple but it really helps your daily thoughts be more positive because you start the day thinking positively about things that are blessings in your life things that are abundant in your life so it just sort of kickstarts that type of thinking i would also challenge you to every week find something that you love about yourself your personality your work ethic even the way you look and just express all of your good thoughts towards it um i think when we think positive thoughts about ourselves we in turn just start to think positive things about life in general just as we do when we find things to be grateful for every day i think committing to this kind of thing and doing it even when you don't feel like doing it is really going to help you because sometimes we pick up on new ways to do things or new approaches to things and then we fall off after a week or two and then we're like oh it's not working but if you keep at it keep pushing at it you'll see it'll bring you those results Okay, what do I do when I have a toxic relationship with my roommate but share a room? Ooh, that is a tough one. I'm not going to lie. That is definitely a tough one. First, hopefully your lease ends soon, so please get out whenever you can. But until then, I would spend as little time at home as possible. I have had a roommate situation many moons ago where... Oof, being at home was just not the most ideal situation so I would spend as little time there and it sucks because you pay the rent right and you want to be at home but since this is a temporary situation and your sanity is what is in question at this time I would try and you know maybe be at your friend's house be at somebody's house and I would just be in there when she's either not there or when you're going to sleep um or I'd go to another part of the house you know if she's in the room I know it sounds terrible because it's your room too it sounds terrible but sanity is the most important 
thing especially because being around that energy um, of someone who's you know on the toxic side it can like drain your energy even when you're not even trying to you know maybe they might be starting fights out of nowhere for no reason or they're just sulking around and it's just draining you so if you can get away from it get away from that energy that would be really helpful for you and then I would personally just make sure only to discuss things that I absolutely have to discuss with her um I would not make any small talk. If she did try to make small talk with me, I would be as boring as a rock so that there's no, you know, no way that she can try and start something with me or, you know, so that there's no way that an argument would be sparked that I, you know, that I don't want to get into. I would be as boring as a rock. You ask me a question, I answer plain and simple. You know what I mean? Yes, no. Um, just as much as information as I need to give to her is what I'll do. And I'll only go to her if it's absolutely necessary. That's what I would do. I would really not try to engage with that person. I would try and really plunge myself in areas where I enjoy being around and whose presence I enjoy being around. Um, that is what I would do. Okay, guys, so if I didn't get to your question, please take heart. I have noted it down. I have seen the questions. Um, if I didn't answer it, it's because I either want to answer it in a full-length episode sometime in the future or because I would like an expert to expand on this in the future uh, because these are really great questions that I would love to either have more insight on or more time to go over them. So take heart. I have noted them. Otherwise, I hope you guys have a, a fantastic rest of your week. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. Please let me know if you like this Q&A format um, for me to repeat it in the future. All right.